Is this one on also? They're all on. <laughs> all right. This week's episode was was performed in front of a live studio. I screw, screwed it up. Are you ready for the startup experience of a lifetime? Three determined guys building their dreams and sharing their journey. Buckle up and grab a beer because these guys will blow your mind. You're locked in to the Jerusalem Hub audio experience. And it all starts in three, three two, two, one. one. Hello and welcome to episode 11 of the Jerusalem Hub Audio Experience. 11. I'm Shalom Magwood, COO and co-founder of Jerusalem Hub. Yeah, I'm Pat, CFO and co-founder. Aaron Melowitz, co-founder and CEO. You don't have to point. I, I point. point. Wait, you have to cut me off while I'm talking? I'm sorry, I apologize. One more time. Nah. Okay, um, the purpose of this podcast is to show you our, <clears throat> our journey as we build this company and to kind of motivate you as well as motivate ourselves. As, and teach you what we've learned as we go about as we go about our business. And what we haven't learned. <laughs> and, and hopefully you guys can teach us, if you get involved, some of the things that we haven't learned. And yeah, that's actually us true. Good point. We would yeah. love to hear from listeners, anyone, new listeners, old listeners. Shut the sound off on this computer at 100% for some reason. Yeah. Um, we'd love to hear from you. Precise there. Okay. Either way, let's let's move on with what we've got. So, we have really exciting news. Um, I'm gonna let him cover that. But just just to just to say, we now have two new members of the Jerusalem Hub team. Um, oh yeah, it's all yours. All right. Forward. Well, the Jerusalem Hub crew is growing. Boop boop boop. That's the sound of growing. Just putting it out there. And sound like <laughs> I don't know this guy. Whatever. So cut it out. All right. <laughs> uh, number one is. Gary Waller. Gary Waller is our new web developer. Welcome to the team. And number two is our brand new editor-in-chief. Get your head in here for a second. Come on in. Just real quick. The, Come on Just in don't do that weird dance. Yeah, just real quick. Our very own Yehuda Makowitz. He's going to be uh, our new content writer and he's going to be editing uh, any of our blogs and such and writing new content for us. So that's super exciting. Speaking of which. He also agreed to shave. Right. Oh, I did not. No. <laughs> My mother will be proud to hear that. Speaking of, <laughs> speaking of which, speaking of which, uh, we now have a books page up on our website on books that yeah. we've read and we recommend with short descriptions written by this one. And you can trust him. He has read slash listened to all those books and we encourage you to both check them out let us know what you think, as well as, um, you know... But, but real quick, the purpose okay. in this page, okay, in the books page, um, well, number one, for us, it helps with SEO. But putting that aside, <laughs> one of our missions, besides helping startups get started up, is uh, totally educating selfish. ourselves, right, which is totally selfish, uh, is we want to help educate others. How are we doing that? Well, we're educating ourselves and passing that uh, learning along to you guys, to whoever's following us. So one of the ways we do it is through this podcast where we discuss what we're learning and what we're up to so you guys can kind of learn from that. But also, all the books that we read, we wanted to put it up on this books page with small descriptions. So if you guys are hearing something that you want to know more about, you guys either can get in contact with us or download those books via our page, the books page on JerusalemHub.com. Right, on our page we actually have an offer. If you're going to use right. Audible, you get two free books to listen to on Audible just by going to our page and clicking on the link. And Audible is super cool. Audible is amazing. You can yeah. just listen to books on the fly. That's how we get through most while of our books. While you're working out, while you're working, yeah. anytime. You don't need to sit down and, and have a book in front of you open. Just listen also, and if go. You, if you have any recommendations for us, <clears throat> stuff that you think we should read that would be beneficial yeah. for us, let us know. We want to know that you're out there because it allows us to continue what we're doing and it gives us the extra motivation to keep moving. And then I have to read it and write a description about it. So. Yeah, so give him a work to do. Okay, yeah. you can go now. Yeah, does anybody want coffee before I go? Yeah, sure. I'll take a coffee. Yeah, I'm yeah. not actually going to get uh, coffee for you. He's a secretary too. Wow. Okay. <laughs> um, so moving on to uh, to what we discussed and have started doing this week, we're not going to get into too, too much detail. But speaking of the books, uh, we're implementing something that we learned from the 4-Hour Workweek. I don't know if you guys remember us talking about that, but it's one of the books that we've read. It's highly recommended. And we're working on building a what I call a web of income, trying to find mm -hmm. ways to make alternative money 
and you know, and which I think is beneficial for us, but for anyone as well, because if you can find ways to make money, like let's say for example, you guys are hitting a snag in terms of revenue stream, and you have alternative ways mm -hmm. that you can pay for your for your costs and all that stuff. It, it's good to have, especially if you want to invest, you know, make future investments as well. Um, no, I like the idea. It's kind of like prepare, like you you said, prepare for the future, right? How are we going to do that? Well, besides having our um, thing that's not playing right now. I'm not sure why. Um, but besides having our main goals in our business model to uh, pr produce revenue and income, right. we also have uh, these are. other things that are investments for the future. What Do you want to share? I mean... It, it, it doesn't really matter. The point is diversifying. So not only are we um, dominating our market, or at least that's the intention, we're putting ourselves in other places as well. Put ourselves in as many places as well, mm -hmm. make ourselves spread out, not like spread two things spread out, as much as just to be, as we say a lot, be everywhere. As, as, as we've said in the past, and we're gonna to continue to say many, many times, we are casting on a wide net. So that just, so in the case that all else fails, or if certain areas fail, we can always pivot towards what's working, which means that there is, there is no, there is no failure. There is no dying. Mm -hmm. That's 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 it's constant true. pivoting, constant moving, constant pivoting, being having our hands in every pocket possible. Um, we also sat down and we discussed like again another word we use all the time optimization. Optimization. We talked about uh, we talked about how we can how we can work on our productivity. Uh, I don't know if, if you've been following us from the beginning. Last couple of podcasts we were talking about how we've kind of hit a snag. Um, you know, and that happens from time to time, and it happens in life. Besides for business, it always happens. And we, we, it was like a, it was like a period of time where we could like look at what has happened, look at what other people think of what we're doing. Because the funny thing is that we, I've begun to realize, can't really speak for other people, but I've begun to realize that that a lot of a lot of people can see what we're doing as like a big thing before sure. we can even see that, which is huge. Mm -hmm. So it took us time to like kind of realize that, and then we kind of like. We we put some new gas in the tank and now we're like now we're hitting we're hitting it hard. I found that to be really interesting. Where, like you said, I mean, okay, just because this this like really blew my mind the other day. I was talking to Gary, our new web developer, and before we uh, actually got to the nitty gritty of things, I kind of asked him like, I'm just really curious. He kind of been after us the past couple of weeks. What is it about us? Like, why do you want to be part of this so badly? And he said, Well, besides me wanting to get, go in a place where I can uh, develop my web developing skills and be part of a team. I heard your guys' podcast, I was at your event, and he just looks at me, he's like, you guys are going places. I want to be part of this. It's good to and so the, Yeah, and this is the type of thing where <clears throat> you don't think it yourself, you're like, okay, I'm doing what I'm doing. But when you hear that from outside sources, and a lot of people are critical these days, most people are not afraid to just shut you down real quick. They'll say like, listen, if you guys are full of crap, you guys are full of crap. But I mean, we're getting a lot of positive feedback, and that's just, it's it's really encouraging. Yeah, it keeps our tanks full, which is yeah. why we want you guys to get more involved, for us and for you. Um, so just, just want you guys to get more okay, involved. okay, you, know, I you did that last time. Too. That was an accident. <laughs> um, um, but narcissistic uh, a bit. But basically, <laughs> but basically, what we what we sat and we discussed is that we, as as, if you've been following us from the beginning, as most of you know, we 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 all have our own schedules. And we have to try to find ways to put in the work to do everything, and we have to try to find ways to keep ourselves motivated, keep ourselves moving, and dedicated to the project. So we've just collectively decided that we're going to sit and meet, like, more more than once a week, like more often. We're going to be sitting and working together more often because that's usually when we're more productive and getting things done, and keeping ourselves motivated and amped up to get to get our work, you know, to finish what needs to be finished as well as <clears throat> building our relationship on a personal level so that we can so our productivity can grow on a much greater greater level i think both of those things are important we've all agreed on it yep. and it's it's something that we take pride in the reason why we're sharing it is because if you're doing what we're doing or if you're a step behind us or whatever it is if you have a team that you're working with make sure that you guys are on the same page make sure that you understand who's what everyone's strengths and weaknesses are checks and balances because at the end of the day if you know if if you have one flat tire nothing's gonna you're not gonna go anywhere and you have to have you have to make sure that that everything is moving smoothly and we're slowly but surely beginning to realize everyone's different strengths and weaknesses what people right. are good at 
and how we're, we're and flow into our spot. Yeah, it's right. like we're beginning to optimize all of our efforts. There's that word again. Yeah, we're going to use that a lot. It's, uh, we should probably do like we, a content thing where we just yes. has all of us say optimize. Can we even just have, like, we have optimize, we have wherewithal. And yeah. well, can we just have, just me, can we just have an optimize page where it's just a page you click on on the website and all of it's just optimize, like an amazing voice. And that's it. Um, and another thing, for those who are listening that are building something or know people who are building something, we have a contact that we're trying to heavily utilize mm-hmm. and we're in the process of looking for people who are involved with agricultural technology as well as cannabis research i know some people are excited about that but um if, if you are listening or if you've heard this or you know we might maybe we'll do like a small little snippet and put it out there right. <clears throat> but if you're interested if you if you're interested or you know someone who's doing anything in that in that area we are very interested in talking to you. In fact, I'm going to plug your email. Sweet. So you should yeah. email Aaron at Aaron. A A R O N at JerusalemHub.com. Maybe you'll do like a graphic thing. Yeah, why not? <clears throat> but if you're if you're in, into doing that, then <clears throat> then for sure, give it. Yeah. For now. You'll get. We'll get back to it. Um, but that's like a big deal. Like that is. We are very much in that right now. We have a contact who's interested in that kind of stuff. So if you are doing that. I don't know how many times I can repeat myself to make sure to just, reiterate just keep that. Keep on saying it because whoever's listening, they, just, they really agricultural really technology and cannabis research. If you know anyone or if you're doing it, let us know because we want to talk to you and we want to help you. Um, so I guess uh, we'll move on to the next thing. Uh, that's pretty much what we're up to. Uh, do you guys want to chime in on anything there? Is anything you want to say? Oh, perfect, actually. Perfect, perfect timing. timing. But either way, like, we'll move on. is there anything that you want to add to, to what no, we I mean, learned this week? Um, this week has been kind of our rehab week. Let's put it like that. Because we did hit a uh, plateau. Low. A wall, a little bit of a plateau. The thing that we always talk about, we always talk about how, hey, we're all about helping people get over that wall. We hit the wall ourselves. And... We were there for about, I mean, what, give or take two weeks, we were kind of slowed down. We all had our own personal things going on, or whether it was business related or not, it doesn't matter. And this week has kind of been, okay, guys, we had a nice vacation, but it's time to jump back on that boat. <clears throat> What's so, important to know is that it's only natural. It happens to everybody. Yeah. On personal levels and on business levels, and it happens all the time. And you just have to kind of soldier on and, you know, right. buck up and keep moving. Um, with that being said, we're going to move on to our current affairs. This is a special, special episode of current affairs. We have a guest. I'm going to let you do the introductions. Yeah. So this week we have a special guest on our podcast. Uh, this is a man that I look look up to as a role model. You uh, hope so, right? I, I, you, you, you'd hope. Um, and somebody who I aspire to be like. And it is, in fact, my father. Luke? Uh, yeah, my father, my father, Darth Vader. Here <laughs> visiting all the way from Denver, from Colorado. Denver, Colorado. He came out just to talk to you guys. No. I shift over there. Yeah, so we have... Everyone's in the shot. So, so just to fill you in, so basically our podcast is about uh, whoever's listening, whoever's trying to get involved, we want them to learn about business, and it doesn't really matter what the specific subject is. Mm-hmm. The point is we want people to be more educated. So we thought, okay... We wanted to start bringing up different people with different types of um, um, subjects, so people can just get a broader knowledge. Also, so this is something that you've been involved with for mm-hmm. a long time, so you're really valuable to us and all the and people. Before we even start, I want to welcome you as our first official guest of the welcome. podcast, okay. which is a huge deal. <laughs> um, okay, do you want to? Should I start? Do you want to start? I, Okay. I'll go. All right. I'll go. Fine. Well, okay. Here's what I'll say. All right. So, so my dad ran a recruiting business firm for over thirty years, right? For over thirty years. Thirty-two. Thirty-two years. That's a big. That's big. So he knows a little bit about running the business. Um, so we had a question. Number one, a lot of people that could be listening or watching, um, they are people that maybe started their own business, but also they're just interested in business, they're going to get a job. Now you worked in a recruiting business. Recruiting, for people who don't know, is when people are looking for jobs, sometimes they go to an outside source. You explain Search it, actually. You explain yeah. it, you explain it. What like an employment agency. You find people, you uh, work with clients who are looking to hire people, you match people with jobs. So I placed accountants and financial analysts. 
with uh, corporations in Los Angeles. So I did that Amazing. for 32 years. So some people call them headhunters, recruiters, executive search, it's all the same thing. I like headhunters better. Yeah, sounds, okay. sounds, all sounds over cool. LinkedIn. Sounds more violent. Worked with LinkedIn too. Right. But it's really, uh, it's a matter of developing your clientele and then being able to provide them with the kind of people that they're looking for and knowing what they're looking for. So right. that, that's what a headhunter does. Um, so for those people, not just one of the first questions we had, in, as far as uh, like recruiting is concerned, and people looking for a job and all that stuff, we wanted to know what, in your mind, what are, what are the most important factors for implementing a job interview when you're when you're in, going to a job interview? Okay, I will tell you. If you ask me, after 32 years, what would be the number one complaint hiring managers have? about candidates and in interviews is that they don't get detailed enough. Because mm -hmm. what happens is a lot of people use buzzwords. Let's say you've got an accountant and he's interviewing with people who are the controller or the CFO or the VP of finance mm -hmm. and the accountant will sit there and say something like, well I handle the financial statements. That could mean a lot of things to a lot of different people and you have to obviously translate this into your own industry, whatever, mm -hmm. whatever you're doing. It could mean a lot of things to a lot of different people. There's nothing wrong with saying it, but you have to follow it up with what I mean by that is, and then get detailed. And then get detailed in a manner, not just like you're relaying information like you do every day on a day-to-day -day basis at work, which is what I call the day-to-day -day way of being, because that's fine for work. But in an interview, you want to leave people with the sense that they were standing there watching over your shoulder, and they have the experience of having actually watched you do the job not just got the information, which is what you do at, at work. So I tell people, you want to offer them more detail. Now sometimes you don't know the hiring manager, what their style is, you know what your boss is, so sometimes you, your initial answer might have enough detail, so you want to offer them the opportunity to tell you what they want and they don't. So it might, you might give an initial answer and then say, would you like me to go into more detail on that? They'll tell you whether they want it or not. <laughs> So many times I'll have managers say to me, I, we like this guy, this, he, this guy went into detail. We really had a sense he knew what he was doing. And it really gives you, it leaves a sense that you knew what you were doing. Also, it also gives them a chance to really hear you communicate. Mm. So that's kind of, that would be a fundamental that you could take away from you. Communication. Yeah. I think that's really well put. And just the, the point is, you sound more like you know what you're talking about when you really, you know, you come across like you know what you're talking about. Right. They can hear how you communicate, and to a certain degree, they can hear how you think mm -hmm. because you have to process through something. You have to, you have to have a beginning, middle, and an end of okay. it. All right. It's interesting because I did that. I was at an interview for a previous job, and the way I, I got it and I was hired on the spot is because. We were talking about a certain subject, and I gave him a strategy of how I would go about it, like a very detailed strategy. And boom, called me up next day. We'll pay like he was going to pay me lower, and I yep. want to get paid more. And he said, "Okay, we'll give you one more." Yep. And you got it. And it worked. When you walk out of that interview, you want them to look at each other, saying, "This is the guy. Right. Let's get him in here. Stop all the other interviews. Yep. Let's nail it down, and they'll offer you more money based on that." I think you told me once, uh, which I think this is great for anybody who's watching who might be looking for a job, is you may not want the job, but when you go into the interview, you go into, with the intention, I'm getting the job. Well, now, right. and then the day, whether you take the job or not, that's a different story. But you want to walk out of there and you have the offer on the table. Do you want me to mm -hmm. speak to that a little? Um, if, yeah, yeah, sure. sure. Go for it. So the other aspect, well, I call it strategic interviewing. Many people go to the interview with the intent that they're going to find out whether they like the job or not. Which mm. makes sense, mm -hmm. obviously. The only trouble is, the hiring managers pick up that your intent was to find out whether you like the job or not. So I call them yeah. up afterwards, they say to me, you know, after thinking about it, this is a job for me. I'm ready to be enthusiastic now. Call the hiring manager, the hiring manager says that was a good candidate, but it seemed like they were just shopping around. We were hoping to meet somebody who was actually interested in us. Mm. So the coaching for candidates when you're interviewing, is make it a primary intent. Now, I'm not going to say this out loud, but the primary intent is the, the reason I'm here is to receive a job offer. Now, inside of that, you'll find out about the company. But when you make that your, your intention, you come yeah. across more focused, 
more interested and more enthusiastic and it just lands very differently with the hiring managers. That's awesome. So it's a lot, it's not only about your skills, it's about the way you present yourself. Attitude. Or, as we say, who you're being in the um, face of that. Because okay. we're all human beings, we can sense um, exactly. feelings exactly. and emotions out of people. You could tell when someone yeah. is very low in energy yeah. and you could tell when someone yeah. is very high in energy. Exactly. And obviously that's what they're oh, trying awesome. to uh, yeah. exactly. exchange. So, okay, so, so um, that's awesome. So, so in, in addition to uh, doing the recruiting gig, <laughs> if you call that a gig, for 32 years, my, my dad uh, started a real estate investment company. He's been doing that for the past, what, two years now? Year, two years? Uh, three. So we're really interested in, and I know a lot of people are, because that's really a lot of people's end games, build your assets. Um, we want to know, how did you start it? What was your process like in the beginning? Because, and just really quickly, and this really interests us because uh, the way we started was we just kind of went, let's go, let's make it happen. And yeah. I kind of feel like maybe yeah. that's just the way to do it. But somebody who's experienced and knows that, and we want to hear it from you. Well, I have a coach I use for business, and so this is part of the business. Mm -hmm. So my phone calls to the coach would go like this. I don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what I'm doing. And I just kept taking the next step. And... Really, it was a willingness to leap into something unknown and tolerate the, the anxiety that went along with that. And the micro failures. And, and the micro failures, right. You know, that feeling. And, to, and, you know, just tolerate it and keep going to the next step. Don't because let anyone stop you. I do. Consistent persistence. Where did yeah. you hear that from? That's like, we were, I mean, we, were, we all read the 10X rule sure. by Grant Cardone, and he mm -hmm. says, and I was just listening to this week, he says, over commit and then figure out the rest later he's like yeah. jump into the pool and then learn how to swim now i wouldn't do that if it was a pool but when it comes to business and when it comes to things that are related to just life in general that's that's the way to do it unlike swimming unlike swimming, swimming. right <laughs> yeah don't do that, don't yeah. do that in swimming. It's, nice, it's nice to hear that we're that we're on the right track that, right yeah that's that's a really good that's really awesome mm -hmm. um i'm gonna take the yeah, yeah go yeah, for it please. cool um, so, aside from all the real estate and all that stuff, um, what what I'm curious about, and I'm sure they're curious about it as well, since we're just starting up, um, what was it like to get from point A from the beginning to point B? Like, like just to be more specific. Yeah. I, I mean, I'm sure it was difficult in the beginning. I'm sure it was difficult in the you know throughout the whole journey. But you know, was it was it hard? How did you keep yourself motivated? What kind of routines and practices have you implemented over the years? Keep yourself on track. Keep yourself moving. Um, like, and what? Or yeah, actually, that's, so start that's good enough. Yeah, right okay. yeah. So yeah, it's looking for the next deal. Okay. You got to keep Very looking good. for the next step. It's it's you got to stay in action. Mm. So it's what's the next action I can take? Because you can get distracted by the chatter in your head. Right. Oh, that's, I know that. Yeah. That's I know that well. Chatter. The, the chatter in your head will distract you. When the truth is, the only thing that makes any difference is either taking action. Or not taking action. Right. So um, for the real estate, is you got to keep looking. You know, I have I have a certain profile I'm looking for right. in a house, and I'm looking around the country in in the in the states, and so we go to different cities and we look to see if properties. You can look at Zillow or, or mm -hmm. the various real estate sites, and you can try to see what fits into that profile that's mm -hmm. going to generate that kind of return, and then we fly to the city. And we get a real estate agent, we get a property manager, we go start looking at the things. And, and you, you have to spend time on it. And, and yeah. it's a constant chipping away at it. So Massaging the deal. Yes. Yeah. yes. And a lot of, right. of self-education as well. Yeah, you gotta keep, the, take the next step. There's always the next step. It's interesting because this is the type of thing, you can't go to school to learn this, I feel like. I, I think there's certain parts of it you can, but is there really like a school you go to? to learn how to I don't know. Business. I just the school of experience. You're talking about <laughs> real estate? Well, really any business. Well, is there a school of experience? The other head on thing, I you know, I got That's three so other degrees wow. <laughs> which has nothing to do with the head on thing. <laughs> and I just dove in. I found myself a mentor. Oh. That's a big deal. I That's found myself good. a mentor and I allowed myself to be coached by the mentor. You gotta That's be willing to be coached. coached. Yes. Finding mentors is easy, allowing them to coach you. Finding mentors is not necessarily easy. It's hard, but what's way harder is to be like yeah. willing to just be wrong and just whatever he says, yeah. just go or or she's like, right. okay, 
That's what they said to do. They know what they're doing. Just do it. Just don't even ask questions. That's not always before, like, like, it's hard. It's good to have a mentor. It's good to, like, allow yourself to be coached by the mentor. That I mean, I can assume that probably took a, a lot of time to, like, finally commit to doing that. Mm-hmm. When, when, when you were talking before about how you were, the, the whole self-talk thing, and you just kind yeah. of have to disregard that and keep moving, what did you do, like... What kind of like practices did you implement to kind of like say, like to kind of shut those up in order to keep moving? All right, it's a question of staying in reality or in the story I have about what's going on. Yes, that's a great way of putting it. Thank so, and this is what my coach trained me in. There's what actually happens, and then there's a whole interpretation about what happens that goes on. When I just stay with what's actually going on, in the real estate deal, for example. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Can you, yeah, can you yeah. Like, like put it in a practical example so it's like easy for anybody to enjoy it? Yes. So um, you, you put a house under contract, let's say, mm-hmm. and then all of a sudden all sorts of stuff starts to pop up. So the internal dialogue is, oh, I made an error, or you bought a house. Right. Mm-hmm. And then somebody comes in to work on the house and they pull a wall off and then you have surprises. So the internal dialogue might be something like, I blew it. This is terrible. It's a terrible loss. Right. Being in reality is, okay, so what choices do I have? Mm-hmm. You can fix the thing this way, that way, the other way. Mm-hmm. Just fix it. Move on to the next thing. Right. Because that's what yeah. there is to be done. This is perfect Part of the process. This is exactly what we're going through. Yeah, I, don't, I just, I just want to like yeah. say it real quick. I, whoever is listening out there, that what he just said is... So he said it so passively, but it's insanely important because it's like, because there's what's going on in your head, which it means absolutely nothing, and then there's what's in front of you, which means everything. And usually, what's in front of you is so much easier to fix than what's going on in your head. Yes, and and you know you're in reality when yeah. it's, it starts to get simple. It's like it's like having a flat tire. Flat tires don't complain. <laughs> You're just flat. <laughs> the people you know, who have the flat tires complain. Right. So you can kick and scream and have a temper tantrum after the flat tire. At the end of the day, you're still going to have to fix the tire. Mm-hmm. So you might as well just fix the tire without all the other drama around it. Mm-hmm. So, exactly. it, it, I mean, that's a that's one okay. way to no, that's, say that's, that's perfect. perfect. That's you answered my question perfectly. Yeah. Thank you. Right. Don't put your mental energy into the problem yeah. and complaining about the problem. Use your mental energy to... Find approach the actual problem and fix it. Right. Yeah. Find yeah. a solution. Which, and it becomes simple. At, that, mm-hmm. at that level, when you're there, it's simple. That's how you know you're back in reality again. Yeah. Right. It gets simple. That's actually, I've actually experienced that yeah. many times. That is, yeah. that is a good point. Um, so just, just to, we have a couple more questions just to close things off. If they're too loaded of questions just let me know in, in, in the, the whole journey from beginning to end whether it's when you started studying to starting recruitment you can well I was gonna say like like basically I, I specifically wanted to focus on the real estate aspect because I think um, that's a person that, oh, that, was, I don't know. that, that just I, I find that really interesting so then I'll ask my but, question and yeah, yeah, go for it, please. yeah go for so um, from the beginning to end as far as your career what you've done in the past till now what would you say are things that you've done right and what would you say are things you've done wrong? If that's even a, oh, an answerable looking question. Back over, you're talking about the real estate or the headhunting, thing, which well, is 32 Just throughout years. the whole you know, Specifically, your whole career of yeah, your whole career. being a small business owner and just going through the Thank whole, yeah, yeah, that's what I mean. whole General, process. General um, processes. I think in, in being a small business owner, under the category of wrong would be st- it's it's easy to be isolated. Okay. And and that's not a good idea. So you, even though I'm on my own because I ran my own business, yeah. but to be in contact with other people, like create network, right, yeah. and stay in touch with other people. I ah. think the times that I allowed myself to be isolated was a mistake. Interesting. Okay. Yeah. I, I would say so. They work one. So they, so so you're saying that the the right thing to have done was to keep that network, but the wrong thing that you did was neglecting the network at at those times, yeah. so, which is very very that pertains a lot to what we we're doing. Oh, which we're yeah, all about the network. Answered my question perfectly. So what I what I, I want to I want to use the same two questions, but kind of like re uh, 
purpose them, I guess. Yeah. So specifically in the area of your real estate company, okay. what's one thing, it, it, it can, I mean, I know there's a number of things, but what's okay. one thing that sticks out of your mind right now that you have done right thus far? Deciding on a profile of what I wanted to buy. Okay, so you, so you decided this is my goal, and, and I'm not looking for anything else, and that's kind of helped you narrow down, just to keep it simple, and, and keep your head. Yeah. Straight. Otherwise, there's, there's there's always another house you can go. Right. Interesting. It's all. Yeah. There's, it's it's endless. Okay. I decided what we wanted to accomplish, and we stick with that profile. Okay. Right. So basically, by creating that goal, mm -hmm. that goal. It, so this is very uh, uh, relevant to us also. You create that goal, and you let the goal pull you uh, toward, or you let that pull your actions. That's right. So yeah. you have this goal, and you're like, okay, it needs to fit this profile for what us do I to, have to do to get there. Right, exactly. Yeah, and, and there's some flexibility inside of that, but it basically cuts out a lot of other stuff, so you can stay focused, and it's a right. narrow window. It's funny. I thought you would have said. I mean, that's a great answer. I thought you were going to say um, that you're very, very specific, and you're very, very picky. Oh. Which, which in some places could be a weakness or a, a blessing. But what I do is I call my son and I ask his advice. Because <laughs> I'm clearly the it's real the estate expert. Because I've been doing that for all 25 years of my life. <laughs> I actually do call him and I, I, I bounce ideas off of him. That's, yeah. Because I, I like it. And, and, and he's, got good, he's got good input for me. And then quickly on the other side of that, oh, and then Shalom's going to, yeah, what's one thing in specifically in the area of your real estate company that you've done wrong? And I know it's, it's been nothing that's been so critical life or death because um, obviously you're still going. I, but you, you can allow yourself to get emotional uh, about a piece of property and then pay more than you should have paid. Okay. Uh, so that's kind of similar. That's basically like the topic. Like we talk about that all the time. It's kind of similar, similar to the whole self-talk thing. Like mm -hmm. listening to what doesn't matter. Mm -hmm. Like you've made you've made the move. Now you have to figure out how to deal with the move that right. you made. Because in the real estate, it really should be about the numbers. If you're buying a house for yourself, then the emotions play a lot because right. you want to feel you want to enjoy right. the house, the proud of the house, and all that, and the neighborhood and all. But when it's an investment, it's just really got to be just about the numbers. I hear that. Okay. Cool. I mean, do we have any other questions? Because we covered mm -hmm. everything that we yeah. prepared for this. Special right, goes, those are great questions. I was surprised by it. I didn't even look at them yet. Yeah, I was yeah. surprised. I was writing them out. To be honest with you. Um, okay. Well, then, if that's the case, thank you for joining us. This, All right. This was. This was. Thank a, you. Very nice to meet you. This was a good yeah. beginning to having um, interviews. Oh, I don't know. That was for me. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you're too, you're too Jewish for it. Thank you, so thank you very much. <sighs> Okay, so that was current affairs. That was awesome. And that was that was pretty awesome. Very that went really well. Yeah. He's still in the room, so let's talk about him. He's in the room in the, in the background. Um, okay, so now we're going to move on to our next section of this podcast, Uncut from the Heart. I love this section. I just want to put that out there. Oh, okay. So, it is Shalom's section, yes. I'm not going to take you. credit, okay? Jeez. Um, <laughs> um, in any sense, uh, so we're going to discuss, like, uh, I'll, I'll just start off. Basically, as we've been discussing throughout the beginning of this podcast, and and um, we I mean, we've said it before, but we've begun to realize that the momentum is shifting now. Like we we went from a somewhat of a plateau, which again is totally normal, and now we're kind of like moving, and things are moving fast, mm -hmm. and at a bigger and better pace. There's a lot of really cool things that are happening that we're not going to share because we're like that. But 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 you can move in, by the way. Oh. But you, don't, but you don't have to. Yeah. No, but, uh, um, but yeah, there's a lot of really cool things happening. And, and what I find to be very interesting about things like being in Take Shape is that what we were afraid of before this plateau, we are now no longer afraid of. We're just no. like, we're like, I don't care anymore. That is Let's just do it. interesting point. That's what you I know, noticed. That, that's great. I didn't even think about that. That just hit me right the second when you said that. There were a few things that we were dealing with. Uh, specifically in the area of get you know we we've talked about it monetizing going to that next step yeah and for all three of us there's no denying it it We're scared, scared it. us it still scares us but i think a couple of times we've definitely we've gotten to that wall we've been like uh back off sit down yeah. and then we did it again oh and then back off sit down and this is the first time where it's like okay are we going to keep on doing that or yeah there you go 
Are yours. we gonna keep on doing that, or is it time to get to the next level? Start making money happen. Yeah, this is something I was talking about with my dad the other day, my parents the other day. Um, it, it. I forgot what I was gonna say. That happens sometimes. <laughs> In any sense, what that means is just to be more specific. Is that when it comes to actuality, when it comes to like making money and making actual deals and keeping your network, which is scary to be in touch with people, especially mm. when you're like, who the hell am I to be talking to this person with right. millions of dollars? Right. It's that we don't care anymore. That's over. That fear is over. We were once children and now we are still children, but just slightly older. I right. It's kind of like our, it's kind of like our fear yeah. of starting events. True. Yeah. After our first event, we're like, like oh now my gosh. Nothing. Like, I remember, we're like, should we do it? What are we going right. to do? And I'm like, let's just do it. And then we do right. the, just do it. <laughs> thing. And, and, so, and so going back to that also is once you start making money, once you have real playing clients, you know, until now, it's a project. Let's be honest. It's, it's a great yeah. project that has a lot of potential, but it is a project. The second you take on a paying client, you have responsibility and you're accountable. Now, by the way, I Which do think... probably the next fear. Absolutely. And yeah. by the way, I believe that the three of us are going to do better at that than most people. It doesn't change the fact that it's scary. Oh, absolutely. Because <laughs> I see like a lot of people in business in general, uh, they're just not accountable to themselves or to the people that they're working with. I think that's something that we're going to do right. But it doesn't change the fact that it's still scary. And aside from mistakes, that happens, obviously. But uh, we're very self-aware about that. And uh, yeah, I'm just really excited that, that we're breaking through that right now. We're in the process right now, and, and that's, that's just yeah. wonderful. Um, is there anything that you wanted to add there, Aaron? Or are you just... I think I just threw that in. Oh, I said cool. before. Okay, I yeah. just, you know, I don't want to... You're like just, all the way over there. I just don't want okay. to... We don't want you to feel left out. But um, in any I like sense... The, I like where this is going. That's a good one. Yeah. yeah. Um, in any sense, like, uh, as a whole, um, you know, the momentum, like, momentum is up and down. And it, things are shifting. Things are things are looking really good. And there will be a point in time where we will hit a snag. But because we've moved so far, and we're doing yeah. things like this podcast, for example, to help motivate us and keep us dedicated and keep us accountable to ourselves as well as our team, it allows us to realize what we've done and how far we've come. And you know, there is no stopping now. Yeah, right. And um, it was all about the. Um, I'll just add this in now. Yeah. Uh, it just popped in my head. What allowed us to move forward? Is the fact that we are solution oriented, mm -hmm. like we hit True. we hit walls, snags, or whatever, or what have you. But we didn't back down. We're like, how could we get over those? And we figured that out. And that's part of what we want to provide for other companies that we hopefully will help be helping other startups. You're gonna hit the same walls that we already hit, and you could either go through all of our podcasts and figure out how we did it. Or you could ask us. That's the motivation right there. If you yeah. want to know how to do it, listen to all the podcasts. Right. I mean, and we did it. We overcame yeah, everything, yeah. and we That's still hard. have we still have more stuff to overcome, and we're gonna keep yeah, figuring that out. It's quite a journey. It's a figure out game. Well, I mean, think about it. If we can't do it ourselves, I mean, our whole game is we're gonna help you as a mm -hmm. business to get over these bumps and hills. If we can't do it ourselves, how are we supposed to do it for you? Exactly. Like, that's the right. and there's, there's also another thing, like yeah. um, what was one of the main things, at least that I noticed in pushing a business forward or pushing to the next step is once we start taking money or get involved with a client, we have responsibility. Mm -hmm. And what is everyone afraid of? Responsibility. Responsibility. Yeah. So yeah. when you hit, when you see the responsibility at the uh, at the door, you like uh, maybe I'll go out, but, mm -hmm. and maybe that's what we were feeling at the time. So another thing that I want to say, like as far as like value of momentum when it comes, because mm -hmm. when things go up and down, just as anything would, even if you're running a business or if it was on a personal level, I'm sure we can all agree that that life has its ups and downs. Mm -hmm. it's, it's part of life. Yeah. And what I think was the most beneficial. And I think I, I touched on it earlier, was the fact that like we kind of hit that that kind of flat plateau, and we were like, and it took it gave us time. It was like kind of like we were in a clouded area. Where it yeah. gave us time to like think, and then like realize what other how other people see us, and how yeah. we should then see ourselves, mm -hmm. as well as like say, okay, this is what we've done till now. So what's not working right now, and then say, and then kind of like take that as like a growth experience and then say, okay, now we understand what we've done. It's time to move to the next level. Right. So just, just so people are aware, whatever it is that you're doing out there or even on a personal level, you, you go through, you have your highs and you have your lows, but your lows, even though they're not fun, they're so necessary 
because it allows you to realize where you've come and now where you have to now grow. Go. Is that That's anyone else wants to chime in on that? No, you're grow gonna, and go. Um, now there's something, this, this I'm actually kind of proud of. We might add to this in, in the future, but on Friday night, me, Yaron, and my brother were, we were having a very intense conversation. Oh, yeah. A very intense conversation. And this is going to be uh, something that, that I think we're going to try to stand by and yeah. try, to, try to define as we go along. Right. Yeah, no, this is definitely not something that you just talk about right now and then it's yeah. over. This yeah. Is um, so we have what's called Jerusalem Hub's Four Cornerstones to Success. Interesting. TM. You're going to like this one. Um, so the four cornerstones of success. One, confidence. Two, motivation. Three, dedication. Four, health. So why confidence? Confidence because you have to have, you have, you have, to have the reason for what you're, you know, what you're doing. You have to say, I'm, this is what I'm doing and I'm going to do it. I, mm -hmm. On the confidence point, and this is something that you said that really stuck with me in my mind, okay. was, you know, we, we went through, so on Friday night... If we I went, said it, I'm going to be quiet. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so on Friday night, we had gone through all four of these in, in like, real depth. In detail, yeah. Yes. And the thing, the one of them, like, all of them were great, but the one that stuck out for me was the confidence, and we defined... What is confidence? I mean, there's a number of ways to define confidence, but in this specific area, something that we define is where do you find confidence in your life? And what we came up with is you have confidence in places where you're competent. What I mean is if right. you're really good Thank you for at that. yeah, if you're really good at skateboarding, right? You're confident at that. Why? Because you're competent at it, because you're good at it. So therefore the key to confidence is practice, practice, practice. But obviously practice right. But keep on doing that to the point where you're so good at it, you've mastered it, now you're good at it. So there's no reason to feel a lack of confidence about that. You know you're going to succeed because you just like grind that and ground it into your head. Like, I know how to do it. I don't need to, when you're driving, you know, after you've driven for five, ten years, you don't think about how to drive anymore. It just kind of happens. Right. That's true confidence, true mastery. So That's, I would say like... That's one dimension of confidence. No, sure. I had a, yeah. had a different approach. Sure. You're not because allowed to talk, I'm, I'm going to talk anyway because I wasn't involved in this conversation. Sure. <laughs> and um, so, like, the confidence you're, you're mentioning, I think, is belongs more in the, like, I mastered something and mm -hmm. it's more of, like, a second nature type of confidence. There's also okay. another type of confidence where you're not, you're, you begin unsure of yourself. Mm -hmm and in any aspect and it's just the idea of approaching a new thing mm. with confidence meaning maybe i don't have full uh, knowledge of a certain aspect of something but i know that eventually i could be better and understand this specific skill or whatever it is so it's the confidence in yourself in knowing that you can accomplish that even though you're not really there yet like the confidence to um in yourself that you could start learning how to skateboard mm -hmm. and that confidence drives you to get good at it or the confidence in any skill that you need in the workforce. Mm -hmm. um, for example, um, one of the day jobs I have now is I'm working in PPC and they were looking for a PPC expert, which I was not. I kind of long it, winged it on my CV and I'm like, oh wait, I'll, fine, I'll figure it out. I'll just be resourceful at the time and I got the job that way even but I was confident about the fact that I knew I could learn about it even though I wasn't confident in my abilities at the time because if you match me up with any actual real PPC expert then I'll be nothing compared to them but the fact that I was able to be confident in the fact that I know I could I was confident more in myself more than the job right like, I know that I'm a capable person in doing anything that I put my mind to so I could therefore expand that to something else. So it's less of being a mastery, but more of a self-awareness. That sounds like confidence in the area of courage. Well, you know? I was actually, just so I can fully understand what you're yeah. saying, basically the confidence is coming from putting yourself outside of your comfort zone. Because yeah. the interesting mm -hmm. thing that is that when people are comfortable, they're not like, they're comfortable. Uh, they're not going to do anything. But when you have, and I'm going to add courage to it, yeah, when, you, when right. you take yourself outside of your comfort zone and you say, I'm going to figure it out and I'm going to learn this new right. skill, it then gives you the courage to have the confidence to see it through. Right, so there would be two dimensions basically. There's a confidence in yourself and a confidence in a specific ability that you have. Yeah. I don't remember where I read it, but I, 
just it's such a great quote it said if you want to master life you want to be great at everything get comfortable being uncomfortable yeah. Yeah. so that's kind of exactly what you're saying yeah. like you're confident about that because and the truth is that's something that you're good at I think that to some extent it's something that we're all somewhat good at mm-hmm. but in this specific area uh, it seems like you have more in that and you're confident about that because you're you are getting comfortable and you are pretty yeah. comfortable being uncomfortable that's the name of the game for this. Well, truth so, of the is you're also comfortable being uncomfortable. You no, just, sure. You just haven't pinpointed what those things are exactly. Yeah. Sure. But in, I, I was just talking what specifically about his example. Superman? What is this? <laughs> yeah, yeah this basically is Superman. Superman. <laughs> it, um, it is a lot of work to get to that point. Mm-hmm. I, I won't deny that. So as, as you Self-work. just realized, that was cornerstone number one. Yes. And it can be defined in so many ways. Right. But we're going to move on to number two, so stop talking. All right. Okay, cool. Um... <laughs> Um, the, the next one is motivation. Motivation is your why. What's your reason for doing what you want to do? Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think that needs to be explained. In, I think it in does. Or, there's, there's more you could spit, say about like what is the actual motivation? Because um, let's say is your motivation money? I think most people's motivation for money is not really a motivation because mm-hmm. like, very few people are actually looking for money. Yeah, I think it's mo- more motivation. Like, like if you were to, if you were to say specifically, what's my motivation for my end goal? Mm-hmm. Yeah, for scenery, like what you have around you, mm-hmm. like family, house, yeah. you know, whatever it is that you're 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 aspiring. Ex- to. Well, explain that. Like I was saying, very few people actually want money. Who wants green pieces of paper? They want people want what what it can get right. them. It can get them satisfaction. Right. It can get them fun. It can get them a comfortable lifestyle. It can get them a cool car. That's what people want. They want that feeling of confidence they get from it. They want that feeling of uh, accomplishment from it. They don't actually want money. That's yeah. not really a why. So like motivation right. could be almost under the same aspect of passion. Yeah. In a way, yeah. Yeah. Definitely. True. Yeah. Um, but then passion would go on to the next cornerstone. Which like is? Because they, 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 they all work hand yeah. in hand. Mm-hmm. Passion would go on to the next cornerstone, which is dedication. Or persistence. Persistence, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. If you are both confident and motivated about what you're doing, then you have to put in the work. You have to be dedicated. Right. You have to be persistent. Um, Motivation that, is like the first push, and then right. the dedication exactly. is the continuation. Um, that can be expounded on like yeah. so many ways. Motivation doesn't always last very long. Like I mean, mm-hmm. everyone. I feel like anybody who's ever been motivated in their life, you know how you watch a motivational video, you get this cool idea, and you're super jacked up about it for like what, like twenty minutes two hours, two mm-hmm. days, and then all of a sudden you're like, okay, now what? And that is where dedication right. kicks in. Right. And that's where we were talking about the value of momentum. That's where that kicks in. The motivation gets you pushing the car down the, right. you know, towards the hill. But once it starts rolling, right, the dedication is gonna, it's gonna be the thing that keeps on going, that keep on pedaling, 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 right, it's even interesting. if it hurts. Someone pointed out that yeah. there's millions of hours of motivational videos watched every day. Mm-hmm. The question is why isn't, there's so many successful people because of all the motivation. Because not the whole full. Because they're not, they're not yeah. taking the action. They're not, they um, don't have the other steps. The last cornerstone <clears throat> is health. Health meaning physical and right. physical, mental, and emotional health. Right. And to know when to properly balance everything and keep things in check. It is right. insanely important because it keeps you clear-headed. It keeps you clear-minded. It keeps you. It, it allows you to be able to keep your eye on the prize as opposed to what's going on, which is exactly what you were talking about with your father. Right. About how don't listen to what doesn't matter and pay attention to what's more practical. Mm-hmm. Um, if there's any way that I can sum it up, I remember I explained it really well that Friday no, night. This is good but if the reason why I say cornerstone is that you imagine you have like a house with four walls, each of those aspects. If mm-hmm. you're on the other side, the same thing. Right. The point is that you want to be in the middle of the room so that you're exposed to all four walls. Mm-hmm. That's the right. goal. Right. The goal is because there there are times where we're confident. But we don't have the dedication, mm-hmm. yeah. right? There are times where we're motivated, but we're not confident enough to see it through. There are times where we're healthy, but we don't know where to take it to the we next level, right? Right. So the idea is that if you can imagine the four cornerstones of success, you imagine you have to be in the middle of the room. If you're on this side, then you got to kind of shift it so that you can get you can get the outlook on everything. Does that kind of make right. sense? Right. And, and the way you explained it, which I thought was really good on Friday night, as you said, and once you find the balance between those four, boom, you've won the level, you break through to the next level, and then you need to find those four things again in the next level. Right. Whatever that is. And you become a unicorn. 
And they <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like I said, it was a very intense conversation. We can, this can be expounded on and talked about yeah. for hours. Like, we want to know your thoughts on this. So, but yeah, of course. Let us know you're out there. Let us know what you think about that. We're definitely probably going to do a little snippet of that so people so it gets exposed. Yeah, to I more definitely want, I want to put that up as like a. Um, but that piece that of content. Is, yeah. That is this week's section of Uncut from the Heart. I think that was pretty pretty good. Yeah. Um, we're just going to move on towards the end of this. Um, Amazing. Books. I'm still in the middle of the 10x world because I'm working on optimizing my productivity and my dreams and my goals and trying to like add more to my plate. Um, football season ended, unfortunately, so now I have to now I have a lot more time on my hands and I have to figure out what to do with that time. Um, right. So that's why I'm kind of revamp revamping that whole. I'm like going back to the drawing board. Mm -hmm. What do you What do you got? Yeah, um, I'm <laughs> reading two books right now. I'm if reading. Get out! I will punch you. Okay, fine. Good. <laughs> the 10x Rule by Grant Cardone. I'm right at the end of it. Such an awesome book. And then secondly, and this book is a real like mind teaser because it, it, it's a little bit weird. The book is called The Subtle Art of Not Giving a Fuck. <gasps> I, did, I did not bleep it out because there's a very specific purpose for why it's called that. The guy does not go easy. He's using the F word the whole book, but the point <laughs> is he wants to be intense because he wants you to get the point. Uh, who's it written by? Um, oh God, Mark Manson, I think. No. <laughs> Mark Mason? Manson. Mark Manson. Manson. Mm. Okay, mm. this book, I picked it up just because I was like, hey, who, it would be cool to be that guy who just doesn't care about anything, right? You just kind of go through life, do what you want to do, don't care about the consequences, which is not what the book's about at all. Doesn't sound like it's no. about that. No, it's not about that at all. Um, but he's trying to, it's kind of, it kind of comes back to what we were talking about confidence in a way. Yeah. Um, and also, Everyone gives a shit about something. True. So he's like, whether even the people that say they don't, they do. They just give it about things that are irrelevant, so it looks like they don't. So he's trying. His point is, uh, you know, kind of re-centering um, it in a way that actually makes a difference in your life. That's it. Simply Amazing. put, it's two hundred plus pages of tough love. Oh, it's great. It's awesome. Right? Yeah. Great. Definitely. I gotta Amazing. get on that one. What are you? What are you reading? So I've been snailing my way through naked statistics because I'm trying to learn other stuff besides motivation. Um, but I'm also going to pivot a little bit into more of um, mental health well-being style books mm -hmm. like um, Think and Grow Rich, Napoleon Hill. I think I'm going to start that one soon. It's such a good book. And I want to start like implementing more of that stuff and meditation mm -hmm. and just getting my head straight. Well, as we mentioned before, these these books are yeah. working for us. I'm yeah. I've I've read the 10x rule at least 5 or 6 times. It's yeah. helped me through throughout the journey. We also mentioned before how we're 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 now implementing stuff from the 4-hour work week. Yeah. Like these th this is self-education. This is part of the if you it's you have important. to put in the work, you have to be dedicated in order to mm -hmm. see things happen and see things come into fruition we may not like college but we do like learning stuff yes and even though we touched on up on that before I'm Don't just going mind. to mention again we now have our brand new page on our website talking about all the books and descriptions and we will have more books coming up and mm. we want to hear from you we want to hear what kind of books you recommend because we want to keep educating ourselves right. because the more we educate ourselves the more things you know the more I guess this flower blossoms JerusalemHub.com forward slash books. Nice. Um, Plug that in. Do we have any questions from the audience? We have one question on Twitter. Twitter. From Yehuda Makowitz. Our new editor-in-chief. Oh. <laughs> I think he's smiling in the How important is time management? I'm going to try to read it like him. He would read it. No, please don't. No. Could you each give in examples? The way he would read it would be, where is it? What do you say? He said, could you each give in examples? You're really Israeli, man. <laughs> what do you say to people who insist they don't have time? This is an amazing question. Okay, I want to okay. start with this one. Go. Alright, yes. go for it. Okay, I know people have heard this one before, but I'm going to start off, I'm going to start off a little light, and then I'm going to punch you in the face. <laughs> You, you have you have 24 hours in the day. There is no such thing as no time. You are only going to do what you are dedicated to doing. And 24 you, hours in a day. Go to school. 
<laughs> you only <laughs> you the, like I was saying before when when football season started I had a full time job I was working on Jerusalem Hub I was exercising daily and I was going to football practice and I that is a lot to have on a whole load I was I was also you know doing daily active, daily chores in my in my house doing all that stuff and I was still able to do it all I one thing is first things first we've mentioned this in the last podcast last couple podcasts. Start waking up earlier, you know, mm-hmm. that, that'll allow you to have more to do with your day. You, you, if you start the day early, then you, you can kind of finish everything you have and realize how much more time you have, and you can start doing other things. You start the chain of accomplishments. Exactly. I'm like drawing up my, my uh, I'm drawing like major blanks here, but that's where I would start. I'm going to let them continue, and if I expound you, you on know, what they say. You know the, uh, the, what's the phrase? It goes... If you want something to get done, give it to a busy person. Right. I yeah. mentioned that last podcast. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, there you go. That kind of... That's not my quote, though. I'm right. not gonna no, no, it's not your quote. But I'm saying you did mention it. But the point is, though, that's what it comes down to. The people that are procrastinating all the time, they always Me. have something else. <laughs> they always have something else that they're doing, which is a reason why they can't do mm-hmm. what they're doing. Um, right. And somebody who has a stable schedule, they know what they're up to. They know what they have to do. Right. Uh, if you give them something to do because they're accountable to themselves and to the people around them, I mean, obviously it can't be something stupid, but if it's important to you or if it's important in general, they're going to find a way to make it happen. That yeah. doesn't mean it's going to happen in 20 minutes. It might happen next week, but it's going to happen. Right. For sure it will happen. Um, I'll throw something in here. Go for it. Um, time management is extremely important because you have a ton of stuff to do. Um, the best way I do it is lists. I should be writing more lists. Usually I list them in my head. But for example, what I'm up to right now, like besides for holding a regular nine to six job, just to pay my bills, and doing Jerusalem Hub, which includes uh, managing the website, editing the podcast, taking care of content, um, reaching out to startups, keeping up with technology, um, reaching out, reaching out touching talking me. to these guys, doing this podcast every week. Sweet. Um, Besides for that, um, I'm married and I have a kid, so I have to also, a newborn too, so usually when I get home, I'm taking care of him, and at the same time, when I'm running to sleep, I usually have my phone here and messaging these that, people. He's got a dog. And I have a dog. Don't forget about that. And I pay bills. So, like, um, my day starts around 4.35 a.m., because I have so much to do, and there's not enough time to do it. And admittedly, I don't get it all done in one day, but... Being discouraged by that is also something. But really, really, um, what I've noticed that people who insist they don't have time, it's really because they're telling themselves they don't have time. Um, everyone has time. There's always time, and you create time by getting your tasks done faster and not procrastinating. And also them. keeping the momentum going. Yep. Which is a big deal. Okay, I have two questions from Kalev. I'll just ask the first one either way. Um, Hi, J-Hub. Much love from your fourth team member. My question is... Sixth one. Uh, <laughs> sixth. You're the sixth one. No, but he, he's been calling himself fourth team right. member since right. the beginning. He's like the twelfth man on a football team. Basically. Right. On a basketball. Okay, you know what? Whatever. We're benching him. <laughs> My question is, um, why won't you guys bring me on board? No, but seriously. <laughs> what do you do if a core member of your startup isn't pulling his weight? Thanks, as always. Okay, so I'm going to touch up on this. Basically, that's a heavy, can I start, that's can I start a heavy question. question? Actually? You know, it, okay, okay. We, this is really cool because I was, th- I was actually thinking about this today. I was actually discussing this. You have to address this first question. We have. Why we won't have him on board. Uh, we won't have you on board. Because you suck. There you go. Hey, he's been listening say. since the beginning. No, Kalev, we love you. You can't be a listener. You have to be a doer. Oh. oh. So there's tough your challenge, love. Tough love. Kalev's got to be a doer. <laughs> um, in terms of if you could get my attention in terms of the actual question though um, so you know some weeks we've had some weeks where one of us is taking lead and two of us are kind of sitting on the side or two of us are taking lead and one of us is kind of like not sure what to do how to fit themselves in mm-hmm. and it kind of feels a little bit discouraging I'm not gonna lie you know you see you see two other people they're pulling their weight they're, they're kicking butt and you're kind of like what am I doing? And like, you know, you, you find what to do, but you're not really the guy in the middle of the guys. 
and it's a little bit discouraging, but the thing is, there's also weeks where you're the guy, and then the other two guys, or one of them, is kind of in the background sitting there scratching his head. So that definitely happens. Mm -hmm. um, it's not like something that we look at, I mean, you guys correct me if I'm wrong, but at least I don't look at it this way. Is, uh, you know, it's not like, oh, well, they're not pulling their weight, you know, dump them. It's like, okay, well, I'm taking charge of this right now. That's what's happening. He's going to pick it up some other way. It's kind of like just having faith also. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah. If I can just add to yeah, that. Um, I, I, I think that not only that, like he, like he mentioned, like one, every week it's always going to be a different person who's in charge. And it's also on that person to say like, okay, you do this and you do this. And that right. person will do it because they want to pull their weight. They just don't know how to pull their weight. Right. So it's about kind of being that leader. Another thing that I want to say is that we kind of touched up on this before. We were mentioning how we, we, real, we were beginning to realize what everyone's strengths and weaknesses are, beginning to, to like help each other out along the way. And we're coming together as a team, which is why we have decided to work more together because that that because we get a lot more done easier and we've also decided to to kind of like have downtime together because mm -hmm. if this is going to be a business relationship then we might as well actually do that instead of saying it is and go so clubbing i think as time goes as time like as we, as we keep moving forward th that's going to happen less and less because people are going to realize like oh yeah he's got it handled and if he wants me to help him he'll ask me for help mm -hmm. and like it's going to work out yeah. that way um, it's think, a lot of patience too. Yeah. Because um, we, like, usually the core team is there because they all want to be there. Um, it's not necessarily dragging their weight. It's more like being patient and saying like, encouraging them the whole way, or True. just making sure they stay involved as much as they can. Yeah, that was a big part of my dream in this situation was the fact yeah. that I wanted to have a good group of guys working together, constantly motivating yeah. each other because. We know what it's like to go through that momentum shift when things are not quite working out. Yeah. And you need to have someone who's just as motivated, just as dedicated to be like, "Hey, I'll I'll help you get along. Just do this, this, and this, and then we'll we'll get it. We'll get things working." And then eventually, that person or everyone learns how to pull themselves out of that low state and just move. Right. Like um, it happened to me a few times, and usually I put I just pull myself up within the day, just because like I have no other choice. Okay, so here's here's Kalev's last question. I don't quite understand it, but hopefully you guys understand it better than I have. Um, what's the most important aspect of a startup website, or or, these, or how to make or how to make the best about? Oh, it's two different questions. Fine. What's the most important aspect of a startup website? And then his other question is, how do you make the best about us page? Usability and understandability. If you could go to the website and within five seconds you know exactly what's going on, the website is successful. Period. That's all. Okay, well there you have it. Is that our website? I hope so. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there you have Most it. bounce rates now are, people have the, uh, uh, the attention span of a goldfish. a goldfish and people usually are in and out of the site within three seconds. If you can hold them for at least 10 to 12 seconds, you are already doing a good job because the chances are if they're there for 10 to 12 seconds, they'll click on something and continue on their journey. So you need to be able to quickly and concisely explain what your website is about. This this holds not just for a start, this holds for everything. So, yeah. Okay, so that, that I believe concludes questions from the audience. Please keep them coming. We want to know that you're out there because it allows us to continue to do this and it keeps us motivated and keeps us dedicated to our work. Now we're going to move on to, we, we'd like to leave you with a little bit of motivation. I was looking around for motivational quotes. I found one right now. If you guys have ones that you want to say as well, you're very welcome to. Mm -hmm. um, I think this one pertains a lot to this episode because we spoke to Yaron's father who had a full career and has been through what we're now going through and I'm just gonna say it it's uh, the master has failed more times than the beginner beginner has ever tried I think that's, that's pretty that's powerful good. pretty powerful stuff that's and that's basically what that's we're doing and that's that's basically what our interview was about and I think that kind of closes everything out Amazing. which brings us to our challenge we first of all we want to hear from you we want you to reach out to us because we want to shout you out because it helps us like I mentioned before it helps us continue to do what we're doing mm -hmm. and it it helps you get out of your comfort zone and with that being said and make more connections you know let's let's take that quote that I just said the quote was again the master has failed more times than the beginner has ever tried 
There is something that everybody in the world, like I always wish I could do blank. I always wish I could climb Mount Everest. I always wish I could do this, that, and the other. Go through the preparations of doing that. That's our challenge to you. Just start. If you failed, then at least you've made an effort and you'll, you'll say, okay, this is where I have to stop. And which is basically what your father was talking about. I have a more specific thing to do. Oh, go for it. There's a good one. But do that also. Get five <laughs> no's from somebody this week. Ooh. What does that mean? You have to ask something completely story. ridiculous from somebody, from five people, so and they have to say no. I've heard some oh, really crazy good. stories. So, so you're not saying you're not saying go and try and get it. You're saying you're going to get a no. Your goal. You is want to get your goal is to get a no. So oh, meaning, go to a pizza store, ask them for a free slice of pizza. I guarantee you, they might give you a free slice of pizza. It's happened before. Um, another story, someone went up to a guy and said, oh, I like your Blackberry. This was years ago when the Blackberry was a bit. And he's like, can I have your Blackberry? And he said, sure. And he went and he got him a, a new SIM card too with it. What? Like, I know these people personally. They, they, they couldn't get no's. I even asked my dad one day, like, can I have 500 shekels? And he reached into his pocket and he was about to give it to me. He was like, he knew what I was doing because I've done that before. He's like, he was like, oh, you tricked me. Because he knew that I was trying to get a no. And he's like... I, I like that I challenge. I'm gonna take that off for myself. I like that challenge. Honestly, get five no's. Although I will say that it's probably a lot easier to get five no's in Israel than it is anywhere else. No, these all these stories were in Israel. Oh, okay, <laughs> I'm wrong. Right. Yeah, okay, I like that challenge. Good challenge, please. And if you if you can put that in your Instagram stories or your Facebook stories, and you can tag us in it, we will mention you. Take a video of yourself trying to get a no. Yeah, for and sure. Watch yourself get a yes. We want to see you doing that. You know, I'll take that one step further. If you oh, do that, no. If you do that on Instagram, you take, you do a story of you getting a no, and you tag us, I will take you out to New Delhi. Boom, that's wow, it. That's, that's Done. Really yeah, hey, you know if what? You live in Israel. Something. If you live in Israel. If not, yeah. Okay, no, that's cool. Then you can meet one of the core members of yeah. the J-Hub team. And maybe I'll tag along. No, I won't. I'm not <laughs> And with that? Um, with that being said, uh, this concludes episode 11 of the Jerusalem Audio Experience. Thank you very much, Jaren's father. Uh, Mr. Pack for joining us. He gave us a lot of really cool information, really cool, insightful things. And um, yeah, we're looking forward to having more people on our podcast who want to be guests. If you're interested, let us know and we will get you on here. Let us um, know. Yeah. <laughs> with, that, <laughs> with that being said, uh, thank you very much for joining us and that concludes this podcast. With that, we end.